So John Gruden is the former coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, which were the Los Angeles Raiders, which were the Oakland Raiders, or were the Oakland Raiders, then the Los Angeles Raiders, then the Oakland Raiders. And John Gruden has resigned because of emails that he sent a decade ago when he was working at ESPN. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Now, I am going to have some other pieces of information for you or uh, some context, not about John Gruden, because from what I have read of the emails, I don't quite know why it's a story. But if we're going to engage the conversation of bigoted things said, well, then I want to know why other things aren't a story. But first, let's keep it with John Gruden. And producer Aria, I'm going to make sure I've got this story right. Wall Street Journal. New York Times. Okay, I thought it was reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, New York Times comes out, because I have it here, is it's the Wall Street Journal. Uh, this, oh, maybe this was about a specific comment. The New York Times says, hey, we have these emails, John Gruden, when he worked for ESPN, and man, are these things racist. It's not, it's, uh, he, he made some racist comments, some homophobic comments, some vulgar language, yes. Okay. Now, I went through what, um some of what he said. And I actually had to ask, am I allowed to repeat this? No, you are not. And that was the answer. (laughs) The fact you had to ask is weird. No, no, I wasn't asking you. I've already gone through this. The reason that I am not is out of respect to the station and to the stations. I can't uh, allow myself to engage a quote, which I believe you should be able to do in order to have the conversation fully. Uh, but the stations will suffer. They will take the heat. And out of out of respect to them, I'm not going to do that. But I can tell you that there were emails written about people referring to, uh, we'll call them tropes. We'll call them tropes. Racist tropes. That's the one I saw. Uh, Then, uh, in terms of uh, homophobic, I didn't see any of those. Oh, I think it was about, was that the one about Michael Sam? Uh, There's another one. It it just used derogatory terms for homosexuals. Okay, yes. Okay, now I see that one. Because there was a a conversation, because this is the part that I knew I could quote, um, that the NFL should not have pressured uh, Jeff Fisher of the Rams into drafting Michael Sam. Michael Sam was this player from Mississippi. Somewhere uh, he was. Missouri. Uh, was it Missouri? Okay. And uh, I thought it was Mississippi. And he was gay. It came out as gay. And everyone made a big deal out of it, but clearly wasn't good enough to play in the NFL. And so uh, I think he had written that uh, Goodell shouldn't be pressuring anybody into drafting somebody uh, who is and use the term queer? Now, I actually thought that was the proper terminology. No, that's fine. But, but it is could be about how it is utilized in context. Whatever that one may be, the whole thing shows a dude. You don't know you're sending an email. You don't know it's going to get used against you. You don't know if you're engaged in some type of conversation about anatomy of certain people and certain skin colors, you might get yourself in trouble because it's just nuts? You didn't know this was going to happen? So I don't know um, what... 
I, I, I don't I don't know why this is a story. Meaning he did it, he wrote these things, it came out, it's a distraction, it's ugly in many ways, and he's gone. And I said, oh, okay. Okay. I I can point you to some very interesting things about well, if if uh, he was this person or that person, would he really be gone? But I'm trying to get an understanding of why this is a story, and I and I'm and I'm lost to it. Meaning, he wrote what he wrote. He said it. It's something that the the NFL doesn't want to be around. He's gone. Is there a take I'm missing, producer Ari? I think the I will compare it to this. The Access Hollywood tape with Trump had that just said five people were in the room and reported that Donald Trump said that. I think it might have been a three-day story, and that had been it. But the fact that it was recorded and on the record is what made it blow up. Had John Gruden said these things in the privacy of his home and people said he said this, you know, I don't approve the language. It is what it is. The fact that it's documented is what makes it a big deal. The former Colts announcer, Bob Lamy. Perfect example. Repeated a story that he heard from a race car driver by the name of Derek Daly. Derek Daly, IndyCar, uh, Irish, was in the United States and told a, 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 you know, was asked a question. And in answering the question, talking about how poorly he did in a race, he referred to himself as the N-word. Now, what's interesting for those people who want to actually understand the story is that he had no concept that that meant something far different in the United States. He was using it as a part of an expression that came from Ireland. That happened decades ago. That story got told between two people in a broadcast booth off the air. Mm -hmm. There was a third person, an engineer near them, heard the story, and in telling of the story, Bob Lamy, who used to be the voice of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, the, 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 the radio guy, he used the N-word, as opposed to uh, saying N-word or describing it elsewhere. He used the full word. He told the story of something that happened. He wasn't saying it. He was repeating the story. The third person in the room complained, and Bob Lamy lost his job over it. And when it was heard that the story was originally about something that Derek Daly said, he lost his job for it. Unfairly, I think. Unfairly, I would argue, in both cases. However, in the case of Bob Lamey, uh, you got other people in the room. Um, clean it up. But we all know, Tony, you and I have done this show for three years together. We have had thousands of conversations on the air and off the air. On the air, I have never sworn in my entire life. And you can attest to this. Off the air, every other word I say is the F-bomb. That's correct. This there, is absolutely true. By there the way. are things people say in private that they don't say publicly. And it's not, it's a sociological thing. There's nothing I'm wrong not with it. I'm not making that argument. I'm saying that you got to know if there are other people in the room. That's my argument. But he's relaying a story, and that was obvious. He wasn't calling anybody names. 
that that whole conversation that Bob Lamy should not have been uh, fired as I see it for at least for that you could have had a hundred other reasons and certainly Derek Daly should not have been fired it's insane is there an argument that if you're a public figure there's a different standard no, because we see plenty of private citizens who could be saying something on social media and it will affect their employment. All right, I'm just asking. Um, but in in the case of of Gruden, I, I just, you didn't know this was going to come back? You didn't know that was a nuts thing to, to type? You're, you're in that world. Have you Can- never sent a text, though, that like, never. I okay, I know you and I know you haven't. I have sent text messages to my trusted friends before that included vulgar, vulgar language or vulgar terminology. Oh, wait. I, have I cursed before in, in, in a text? Absolutely, positively. Have I ever used uh, a discriminatory phrase in a text? No. Um, I, I have referred to my brother as a racist before. I think I've, most I've people, done that. I think most people in their uh, private group chats have done this. So I think it's a little hypocritical to throw stones because I think everyone's done this. That being said, if you're the head coach of a team in the public eye and you use racist terminology or homophobic terminology where the first openly gay NFL players on your team, you may have to suffer the consequences. And that for, that's uh, Carl Nisby who uh, plays for Nassib. the— uh, Nassib. sorry, Nisby, sorry, who plays for the Las Vegas Raiders. So while we're discussing this, I'd love your thoughts on it. 833 Tony. 833-468-8669. Should he be fired? Should he not? Do I not understand the story? It's like, It seems so cut and dry to me. You can argue, hey, I don't believe in cancel culture. I'm with you. I don't believe in cancel culture. I don't think he should be fired. But I want to be clear that it's not like we can somehow make the claim that he didn't say what he said or didn't write what he wrote. Nobody's even arguing that. No one should be surprised that there's a ramification to the thing. But we should also be clear that Deshaun Jackson quoted Hitler and didn't get fired. And I called for him not to be fired. And I don't think John Gruden should be fired. There's a difference, though, between those two things. Oh, is, is there really? One was he was on the record being quoted, and one was in the privacy of, a, of an email chat. Well, that makes uh, the one that Gruden said even uh, more uh, uh, problematic to his being let go. Exactly. That's my point. That's the right. one I'm making. Deshaun Jackson yeah. said that on the record. Like, if you said he got fired for that on the record, I'd say, well, that was a dumb thing to say on the record. I've sent dumb text messages before that I shouldn't be fired for because they were in the privacy of my own text messages. I wasn't on the record. But now let's take it to another place. And let's take it to Joy Reid and Tiffany Cross. This is Joy Reid's show on MSNBC. And Joy Reid has gone full racer. What is a racer? Uh, conspiratorial about race. Uh, everything is about race. Everyone is about race. Everything is bigotry. She comes across as uh, it, it's it's sad. But they're talking about Congressman Alan West, who's now a candidate in Texas for governor, former congressman from Florida, uh, retired lieutenant colonel. Listen to this commentary from one of her guests. 
You know, look, speaking of educational opportunities, one of the other crimes that we've seen lately in the state of Texas uh, is this new book banning that they've got, mm. where they're chasing after books and they don't want kids to learn about critical race theory. That's why I have Can Jerry Kraft right behind me. He writes great books for kids, <laughs> and these are the kinds of things they don't want. But this is the thing. Alan West, he, he, he is the zeitgeist of the Republican Party right now. They want that same kind of, they, they want that sort of natural, all-natural flavor racism, but they want it in blackface with a 1990s uh, flat-top haircut. That's what... So, Alan West is a racist. He's not really black. This is the argument that is being made on MSNBC. And that's what they can get out of Alan West. And if he can actually get out of bed and hopefully realize that he could actually catch COVID again because the magical antibodies that he thinks he has now will not keep him any safer if he continues to run around and grab hand the way that he is, he will be the kind of person that many Republicans in that state want. But here's the problem. The state of Texas is not nearly as Republican as the idiots that they seem to want to have running. Not so not only is he black, not really black, he's also an idiot. And now there's a conversation whether natural antibodies work. Weird, weird, weird stuff there. Very, very strange stuff right there from Jason Johnson, Morgan State University professor of politics and journalism. That's a professor. Let that guy educate your kids. I dare you. But that's only one of two things that got said over the weekend. This is black host Tiffany Cross. Okay, Carlos Watson, Sade Steele, Van Jones. What do these three folks have in common? Well, they're all people who have been prompted up by wealthy or powerful white Americans, and yet we, the keepers of the culture, don't really rock with any of them like that. Now, obviously, the three of these folks are most definitely black faces. However, they're not necessarily black voices, and there's a difference. So they're not really black. They're only uh, propped up by white people. And then uh, the real problem is, is that they're not even authentic because you, Tiffany Cross, are the keeper of the culture. They're all people who have been prompted up by wealthy or powerful white Americans. And yet we, the keepers of the culture, don't really rock with any of them like that. If you want me to talk about John Gruden's emails, I'm, I'm more than happy to. I don't believe in cancel culture. I don't believe, I didn't believe in it for Deshaun Jackson. I don't believe in it now. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. And if you're going to tell me that what Deshaun Jackson said wasn't as bad as what John Gruden said, well, you're going to have to check your bigotry at the corner because I don't got time for you. But look at what just got said by Joy Reid's guest, Jason Johnson, and look at what just got said by Tiffany Cross. This goes by without a second thought, this bigotry towards black men and black women because they think differently than leftists? It's not about race, it's about ideology. Don't you ever forget about that. These people are racists and are bigots. Listen to them. And yet this goes on as programming on MSNBC, and no one says a word. You'll excuse me if I don't listen to them. But you'll also excuse me if I wonder out loud why they aren't being canceled. I don't believe in cancel culture. I'm the one. You're the one. But they do. So why shouldn't it bite them?
and their bigotry towards black people they feel aren't really black. I'm Tony Katz.